Hey everyone, welcome to another Mortgage Fundamentals podcast. I am your host and subject matter uh, expert, Daniel Mosqueda, and today I am joined by Christine. How are Hello, you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. How, good. how was your uh, New Year's? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. With the New Year's was low-key. Our Christmas was really, really crazy, mm. and so New Year's we were just like... We're staying in, get the cheese board out, and yeah. hang out, and just, <laughs> just, just get the board. coasted through midnight. <laughs> yeah, make it simple as, right. as, as can be. But um, yeah. since you haven't been here before, I normally have my guests kind of introduce themselves, some a little okay. bit about themselves, so go ahead. Okay, well, my name is Christine Phillip. I am a real estate agent here in Las Vegas. I've lived in Las Vegas for about six years now. Um, I am an active duty military spouse. My husband has been active duty for the last 14 almost 15 years and i've been along Ooh. for the entire ride it's been a crazy journey that's almost a lifelong at this point yeah right? almost we are this close to retirement yeah. um so we'll see what happens but yeah. uh love like i love living in vegas i love the just being able to go out and do whatever you want whenever mm -hmm. you want um and easy to get home we travel all the time mm -hmm. back and forth it's nice to have like a hub yeah. airport <laughs> close yeah. by because you don't always have that yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i've got two kids and two dogs and that's the basis that's <laughs> that's, that's the, the foundation of my life <laughs> that's so Christine's far right there yeah right that's far yeah i uh yeah vegas is a great place to live though in all honesty, Christine touched on some points. A hub in Vegas. Oh my gosh! Makes it so much easier when I not just an places. airport hub too. Like you can drive a lot of places here yeah. in a very short amount of time and yeah. see so much stuff. It's it's a great it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we got that. Like, what have we got? We got Mount Charleston, which is nice. I love Mount Charleston. Area. We are from the Midwest originally, so mm -hmm. getting up to see snow mm -hmm. once a year is a lot nicer than mm -hmm. having to live in it for six months. I don't know if some of you agree or disagree with that, but. I, en I enjoy that part. <laughs> I'm a city kid, so. Oh, okay. No? You don't even go up there once? Uh, oh, I love I love Mount Charleston. I'm okay. talking about living in the snow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No it's, way. That's, I wouldn't be able to do it. It's a lot. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and the getting ready in the morning. So. Oh, yeah. You got to brush the car off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, do something to your You know driveway. what, though? I've never ever. Yeah, shut in the driveway. But mm -hmm. I've never lived in the like snowy area and had remote start. That was like kind of after I moved away. And mm -hmm. so I bet it's a lot better now when you can just like start the car and have it warm up without <gasps> oh. having to go outside and start it. Yeah. Because that was. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and it depends on what kind of car you have. Yeah, from my true. understanding, like if you have an electric car, cold weather is pretty bad for you. Oh. The battery, or at least it. I mean, maybe it loses battery charge faster. That's what know. it is. But but I digress. Yeah, yeah, right. But I digress. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but today, guys, so what we're going to be talking about today is VA loans, yes. the benefits of VA loans, mm -hmm. um, and just anything kind of related to that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the city and different areas that are probably really great for VA buyers. Yeah. But absolutely. it's really gonna be I think we we're talking about dependent on where you're at. So yeah. or at least what you want for your family. Yeah, absolutely. In a sense. So we'll start off with the basics. So um for those that don't know, a VA loan is specifically for VA buyers, veterans, active duty military, anybody who's been honorably discharged from the military um and has served a sufficient amount of time. Um so the VA offers you an entitlement to be able to purchase a home or at least put the down payment or cover the down payment spot of it. It's not necessarily putting a down payment. It's insuring your loan up to a certain amount yeah. in a sense. So you don't have to put anything down when it comes to purchasing your primary residence. And if I could just add to that, I think like one of the biggest misconceptions is that you hear 0% down and that means that you don't pay anything out of pocket. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily true. It's mm -hmm. just the down payment portion you're not required. There are still out-of-pocket costs that mm -hmm. come with buying a house with yeah. the VA loan. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, not having a down payment is a huge benefit. No, you're well, let's look at some of like the other programs, right? Like. FHA, you need three and a half percent down. Right. Let's just assume a three hundred thousand dollar home. You're saving ten thousand five hundred dollars right yeah, there, right? Okay. With uh, conventional, you'd have to put three percent down or five percent down depending on the program. Yeah. So you're either saving with the same uh, three hundred thousand dollar home, you're either saving nine thousand or fifteen thousand dollars. Right. Right. Not having to do that. Um, so when you compare it to things like that, that's a big thing. And not only that, interest rates are great. Interest rates are great and no private mortgage insurance. No That's private a huge mortgage one. insurance. That's a huge one. Yeah, what, so is <laughs> what is that? What is I don't even know what I don't have it. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't either, but that's because I have an affected in my house like that. Oh um but yeah, one of the benefits to having a private or to having a VA loan outside of the zero percent down is 
A, you're going to have better rates and you're going to have no private mortgage insurance. And I know I've talked about this before. The two key benefits to not having private mortgage insurance and having a lower rate is A, either your payment's going to be lower if you decide to have a price cap on what you're going to purchase and you can purchase more. Or you're going to be able to afford more, have more buying power, yeah, right? Because you don't have to include that into it, right? Um, so that's one of the that's at least a few of just the a positive, few. yes, yeah, a few, right? just a few of the benefits of doing VA. Yeah, absolutely. VA loans. I've said this before. VA loans are my favorite loans to do. Oh, awesome! It has a lot to do with the fact that they're just simpler and easier to deal with because if you know the guidelines, but. Helping active military, uh, active military oh, duty, yeah. get into homes. People that have retired. I've had people that haven't even ever used their military benefits, and they're like 50, 60 years old using wow. them now. Wow, and yeah. yeah, and I think there's, I know there's people out there who think that you know you can only use it one time, mm-hmm. or you can't have more than one at one time. You can't use it for rental, and those there's stipulations with a lot of those, but mm-hmm. still, not yeah, hundred percent true. Yeah. Well, if you take advantage of it earlier, I think it becomes a lot easier to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, be able to take advantage of things like maybe have a rental yeah, property, definitely. right? And we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit, but I think just to get into a little bit, VA loans are, I'll, I'll touch on this, VA loans are specifically just for primary residents only when you're making a purchase. Correct. When you make the purchase initially, yeah. it has to be a primary residence. Yes. Cannot yep. be a second home. Correct. Cannot be an investment property Correct. or any of that sorts, yeah. right? So you have to make sure that it's a primary residence. Um, the other stipulation with these VA loans is normally you cannot have two. So normally you can't, you probably won't be able to have two in the same state or in the same city for the most part. Okay. However, you can't have two if like you're being restationed. Like that's why if you're active military, right? Right. That you start off, let's just say you're in Montana. And then you're going to move to Las Vegas. You used a partial of your uh, – you bought one here. You can use another VA loan here. Yeah. Right? Have you done that? I haven't yet. No. This was our first city that we actually bought a house oh, in. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you don't leave us, though. But anyways. I hope. I mean. Yeah. I love it. It would take a lot for me to have to go, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you guys only have five more years. So it doesn't know. really matter. But I, again, I digress on that. Right. Uh, so – what you can do is when you're doing like a relocation in a sense uh, is as long as – so when you're applying and you're using that zero down, we're using a portion of your entitlement. You have a certain amount of entitlement is right. what they call it mm-hmm. in order to insure up to a certain amount. Correct. Right? Yeah. So if you bought a house, let's just say for like one or $200,000 in a different state and you come over here and you buy it for a certain amount and you still have enough entitlement to cover that, right. you could still potentially put zero down on both properties. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I think the entitlement is kind of where people get confused because mm-hmm. it, it's the total amount that you're allowed to borrow, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so you think that just because you have one, you can't use any more, but really there's like a maximum amount that you're allowed mm-hmm. to use if I'm if I'm correct. You can yeah. correct me. You're yeah. The, no, you're, no, no. That's a great way of putting it yeah. simply. So, so if you only use $100,000 mm-hmm. in another state, but mm-hmm. move here and you need $400,000, if – under your entitlement, based mm-hmm. on, I'm guessing, rank, time and service, a lot of different factors that kind of go into what you're able to borrow? or it, is that... my, Time of service, I think, is the key one. Okay. Um, I think you have to meet a certain threshold. Okay. I'm not exactly 100% sure when or how much time you have to have in there. Okay. But I think it does have yeah. a little bit to do as to how much entitlement you will right. have at a certain point. Okay. Right? So then, but you're saying, like, regardless of that, though, as long as you have enough in there, you can use both. Yep. Okay, cool. Easy. And then the 0% down thing. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say I had a house in another state. I come here. I need to make <coughs> up. I may I need to make up like the difference of what I have left in my entitlement and the purchase price of my property in cash. But then I can still use my VA loan if it doesn't cover the whole. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. So I did that with another client recently. It was a couple years ago. Um, and he had a partial entitlement, but he was also putting part of it. <laughs> part uh, a certain portion down as well okay so we just do the cal- we find out what your entitlement is we'll do the calculations and we'll okay. figure out we'll tell you hey this is how much is being covered and this is what you need to come in with out of pocket for the down payment okay all right um so that way you guys understand that yes you can only purchase a primary residence for a va loan but yes you can also have two va loans as long as it makes sense and it's usually only if you're being restationed somewhere right right and then and then the first house that you have your va loan on mm-hmm. you normally there's like a time and residence threshold you're supposed to meet you should be there at least a year yeah a year. however like 
you can't really control when you're going to get. Exactly. <laughs> right. And they don't really yeah. like, I, I, I think I've heard the analogy for like, no one's knocking on the door asking how long you've lived there, you know, like maybe they are. Oh, you don't seem to agree with that. <laughs> Interesting. VA, probably not. Okay. You know what I mean? Because obviously if you're using VA and you are stationed somewhere where, where you might stay at the house you just bought, right? Yeah. But FHA convention, the other ones, they, Oh, okay. They might. Yeah. They might. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Be okay. careful with those. Yeah. All right. But, you know, <laughs> but with VA, no, it, I think uh, that's – and the reason I brought the whole, like, moving from one place to the other up in a sense was because that's kind of like when we were talking about, like, how you can make it an investment property. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Um, that's how you can use your VA loan to work for you in a sense. Now you have this other property that you can actually keep. And as long as you can afford both payments and their other rents can be covered – now you have a rental property here and a primary residence here using your yeah. VA loan yeah, in a sense. So that's why I think it's a little easier when you're active duty to start a little bit earlier. Absolutely. So yeah, don't hesitate. Yeah, definitely not. And I think like I always say I get a lot of people active military who are mm -hmm. looking for rentals. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, have you talked to a lender yet? Yeah. Because based on the rent that you're looking at, mm -hmm. you may be able to purchase. Like, mm -hmm. let's get you on the phone with somebody just mm -hmm. to ask the questions, you, you know? You get a housing allowance. Yeah, you get the housing allowance, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then, but I, like I said, I think people just, they just don't know. Because when you, when you get a rental, you have a lot of fees up front too for rentals, mm -hmm. a lot. You have security mm -hmm. deposits. If you have pets, you have pet deposits. And I've seen pet deposits be as much as the security deposit. So you gotta pay like no three way. months rent up front. And if you're looking at a rental property that's, Twenty two hundred dollars, mm -hmm. you know, that's what sixty six hundred dollars out of pocket. Yeah, that actually could go towards your closing, closing cost. costs. Yep. Yeah, easily, 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 and that's and that's just saying the least. And that's only for people that have like pretty decent credit at that. You're yeah. kind of getting away with that with rents, right? With rent, yeah, like if you have pretty bad credit, they're probably going to try to pull you for a little bit more cash. And the good thing about VA loans is that you can actually, excuse me for having the water there. Um, you can actually, <laughs> we all get thirsty. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a VA loan with a credit score as little, at least with our bank, as little as like 540. Wow. Right? That's great. So zero, you're still getting 0% down when you're doing that, right? So oh, you only okay. have to worry about the closing costs. And the other key thing is, too, is you may not even need to come up with all the closing costs. Exactly. I was going to say, let's talk about our market because mm -hmm. we're still seeing a lot of seller concessions. And sellers willing to give you money from their equity mm -hmm. to put towards your closing costs. Yep. So it really may not be as much as you think. Yep. So it's it's always a good idea to at least check to see what you can qualify for. Absolutely. And you got to look at it this way too, guys. Like this is just a little tip in here, and I'm probably going to talk about this in future podcasts. But you know, if you're living out here, and let's just say you have friends out here that aren't military, and you're purchasing a home, you may not be able to use this to help you qualify for the property. But I had a, uh, I'll give you a story. So I, I used to work for the Teamsters over here, uh, the trade show, Teamsters 631. And I worked with a bunch of the, a bunch of different people. There was a couple of young kids. One of them, he bought a purchase or he purchased a home and he had a couple of the other guys actually move with him and pay rent while he was living oh, there. Yeah. So this guy was able to not only get into a home, he was able to get help to not have to pay that full mortgage because he was young enough. He was in like in his early twenties to still have roommates and be okay with it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I see that all the time mm -hmm. constantly on the yard sale page. We have a room for rent, mm -hmm. you know, 600 bucks a month or whatever it mm -hmm. is. Yeah. And yeah, it happens. I've known people even from my husband's shop who have people living with them and renting from them. That's a great mm -hmm. point to make. Like, yeah, yeah, you can buy it and then rent out the rooms. Yeah. And yep. have them help you pay your mortgage. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be a stranger. No, you know it can I mean? be your friends. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And airmen, definitely, like, in, in the dorms and stuff like that, mm -hmm. there are people who would probably prefer to have a little bit more space, you know? Yeah, that's definitely. true. Yeah, and then if you're actually living with a friend, like, you're always hanging out with people, and I know, especially, like, if you're in military or any, any kind of job in general, like, if you have time to spend time with, or spend time with friends, if you don't have family specifically, then why not? At least you get yeah. to hang out with people after work. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think that one, like the last like big point I want to make too with buying a house, especially here in Las Vegas, is that our market is so strong. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to make equity. Mm -hmm. And it's very much, I'm not saying unlikely because maybe you can. Yeah. But there's a good chance that you'll earn a lot more in equity on your home than you can save in the same amount of time. Just putting money in the bank. Yeah. Like it's a good chance. I can't guarantee it. Yeah. But I can say even from experience, there's a very good chance. Yeah. So I will say this. I know that I've been having a lot of phone calls, and I'm pretty sure that when you're talking to clients, a lot of them are still waiting for this 
epic crash to happen. And, yeah. you know, I will say this. Anything's possible. You know, in order for that to really happen, there'd have to be a lot of foreclosures. In order for a lot of foreclosures to happen, there'd have to be like a perfect storm where a lot of people lost their jobs and yeah. all these things happen. I will say that some of the programs like conventional loans have tried to implement some safeguards to make sure people don't lose their homes. Like I think they've permanently implemented that they can do a six month. Um, what did we do during the pandemic again? I always forget what it's called. Oh, um, yes, that thing. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't have to make payments for a certain amount, of yes. time and then you just put it at the end. Uh, I guess like furlough type. Forbearance. Forbearance. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so I know that they've implemented some things where as long as you show hardship. Yeah. So they'll allow you to do a forbearance for about six months, which gives you six months to not only at that point, you might be collecting unemployment. So you should be able to use that money to at least survive Absolutely. while you look for another job. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you're probably not going to be losing the home as fast. You just got to know about these things. Obviously, right. right. So educate yourself on don't just lose your house, guys. Educate yourself on what you could possibly do to save it. This is one of them, especially if you're doing a conventional loan. I'd have to look into VA loans specifically to see if they have that option. Okay. But I'm pretty sure there's always things to help. I've seen some things online where they always try to help. VA buyers or VA homeowners. You know, oh yeah, absolutely. I got. I can probably speak with much confidence that, that there are absolutely programs out there mm -hmm. to keep vets from losing their homes. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I saw something recently too, actually, and I wanted to ask you about this because I wasn't sure if you offer it, but I saw mm -hmm. a HIP, which is Home and Home, home is, is Possible, possible. Mm -hmm. for heroes. Heroes. Yes. So what is that? So Home is Possible Heroes is one of the down payment assistance program grants that they actually have here in Nevada. There are plenty of them. Um, but this one, I'll say this. Home is Possible, all their programs offer it for VA at least, right? They have Home is Possible first-time homebuyers, Home is Possible uh, Heroes one. They got one for Home First. Um, you don't necessarily need it for a VA loan, okay. but you can use it if you want because okay. you can use that towards your closing costs. If you oh, want to do you it can that use way. it towards closing costs? Yes. Okay, because I, I you hear down payment assistance, and I just assume it's only for down payment. S certain programs are very specific and will only okay. use it towards the down payment. Gotcha. Okay? There is one program that they have that can only be used towards the down payment. Um, there's some in California, because I just did a loan with my brother out in California as well, where the program specifically only covers the down payment, and okay. then they have a specific tangent program to cover closing costs. Oh, so okay. it's really uh, each each uh, grant or each program is always going to be a little bit a little bit different, right? So they're going to okay. have their own little caveats. They're gonna, right, right. You're just going to have to understand them and know what they're going to cover. And that's why your lender should really sit there and make sure that you understand what they're for or how you can actually use that money. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I know we talked about this before, or at least I've talked about this before. Seller credits can only be used towards closing costs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not your down payment ever. Right. Um, maybe in the future when um, – if things change legally, but I'll digress on that topic too, since it's really a hot topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I think too, just like, you know, talking about seller credits real quick, um, remembering that money you get from the seller mm -hmm. helps you more now mm -hmm. than lowering price. 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Like if instead of asking for a $10,000 decrease in price, ask for the $10,000 in concession because that's less money out of your pocket you're spending now. It can still lower your monthly payment. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just going to be a much bigger help. So same thing, like asking yep. the lender, ask your agent. And you don't have to, like for me personally, you can ask me anything, anytime. Like you can text me, reach out on Facebook, and mm -hmm. I'll answer your questions for you. I know there's a lot of questions out She's there. She's showing her age with Facebook. Okay, well, that's <laughs> that's where my crowd is still at. Instagram is fine too. I don't have TikTok. I don't have. I'm sorry. I don't have TikTok. I don't have Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. Snapchat. I'm limited to my social medias, I, and I, I kind of stick to the the big ones. <laughs> yeah, 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 I haven't done Snapchat in years. I, when oh I was no, younger, I, I think had I had it for like six months in 2016, and then I just I don't know. I wasn't. It wasn't for me. I guess it's a it's a different app these days. Oh, okay. So, but you know, um, but yeah, seller credits are key. They can make oh, things yeah. a little bit less cheaper. Um, I think I, I brought up a story before. I had a client where she was debating between like, oh, why don't I just get it for this amount, but I can do this. I was like, look, I'm going to send you some numbers. Here's what it looks like when you purchase the home at this price with no seller credits. Yeah. And here's what I can do with those seller credits. I think we asked for about $11,000 on a certain price range of a home. Not only was I able to get those $11,000 in credits down 
to lower her rate. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was able I to lower her rate. That. I was able to lower her payment, and she still paid less out of pocket. Yeah. So there's, you, there's yeah. you just – there, there might be situations where that might be true, where it might be better. But you don't know until you have somebody actually – Absolutely. Take a look at, Take a look at it, run the numbers. Yeah. And like you said, two things, buying down the rate, mm-hmm. which is something we hear about all the time, mm-hmm. but that's a huge help. Mm-hmm. And then two, I wanted to just mention that with VA loans, there is a maximum amount that you can ask for with seller credits. Yes. Yes. You look a little apprehensive. I am. Okay. <laughs> so share. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So I'll say this. Because I don't want to give away my trade secrets. Okay. Um, but yes, technically 4% is the max amount you can actually ask of the purchase price uh, for seller credits. But I'll just say this. My team is very, very good and very creative about a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> so that's one of the key things why I personally love VA loans is because I'll tell you this. When you're, when you're doing a home loan, mortgage loan, right, um, it's – it's like legal jargon, like a, a lawyer. They're just reading between the lines. You're just trying to figure out what you can do with what they presented you in those words, right? Okay, yeah. So you're always trying to work within within the lines of what they gave you. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people only color right in the center. You <laughs> maybe reach out, but we try to color as far close to the line as we can okay. when it comes to these things. So it's always good to have someone who's going to understand these loans. And yeah. I will say this, and this is kind of a topic I wanted to bring up, to be honest with you, was there I know there's companies that will say that they work specifically only for vets. Yes. Okay. I know where you're going with this, <laughs> and I already agree with you. <laughs> but go ahead. Who cares if they only work with VA loans? I work with all kinds of loans. And let me just tell you this, right? It The lender matters as the lender themselves, the company matters as well for what company they work for because of whatever products they may be able to offer, how the flow works. And as long as they're able to get things closed and doesn't make it harder for both the buyer and the, for the lender themselves or even the agent. And that's why I love the company I work for because everything's just so good. And I will, I I, I told my (laughs) processor the other day, I go, I tell people all the time, you guys are amazing. My processors are amazing. My LOAs, LOAs are amazing, but I digress on that as well. But my point is like, just look for a lender that you're going to work comfortable with and you know is going to be able to do these loans. Yeah. And you know we I mean? did a video before, too, about using a local lender as well where yeah. you're purchasing your house because yeah. you know this market better than anybody. Mm-hmm. And you see what these seller credits can mm-hmm. go for. Like you said, you know where to color in and out of the lines. Yep. And so if you go with a bigger company where you're going to be calling the 1-800 number every single mm-hmm. time and getting a different person servicing your loan, they're not going to know the specifics of our area necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so it just pays so much more to get with people who are mm-hmm. here who are living it every day yeah. are watching the changes happen as they happen. Yep. Cause, and even like, you know, I've talked about this before where and not only like Las Vegas is a huge marketplace, but we have like little micro markets within mm-hmm. our marketplace, you know, even depending on what your zip code is, it can be a completely different market from a different zip code, yep. you know? Yep. And so having somebody here who understands that and can tell you, okay, well, yeah, they're doing this out in sky Canyon, but down here in Henderson, we're seeing more of this or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, it yeah. just helps so much. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, I feel like important, like you said, to just work with somebody that you feel good with, that you trust, that, you know, you can contact and they're going to contact you back and get the same person every time and who knows the product that you're using yep yeah yep 100 percent, a thousand a million million percent we'll grow a million. right <laughs> we're million. like in outer space yeah yeah like, yeah yeah to you the can't edge even, of the universe and back can't touch this but yeah 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 so like that's that's okay that's my rant personally i personally feel like people need to understand that just because these people have these va names to it doesn't mean anything no it doesn't mean does not mean a thing you know what i mean so just get with somebody you're going to trust somebody you're going to be very knowledgeable in what they do somebody who will get the job done Mm -hmm. you know what i mean absolutely and i will say this there is a bank that deals with va loans i'm not going to say the name of the bank that i actually had someone have to bring that loan when it was supposed to close in a week saying that they didn't want to do it for some specific guideline and we were able to do it. Oh. So overlays are another thing. That's yeah, a big point to make is that mm-hmm. you know, different financial institutions are able to do different things too. And so mm-hmm. just because one tells you no doesn't mean the other one will. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Absolutely. So shop around. 
Yeah. Talk to different people. Now, there are reasons we might just say no. All of us might yeah, say no. Yeah, of course. Right, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But I'm just saying, like, for this, but this, you yeah. know. But in general, in yeah. In this instance. Overlays, and I've talked about it before. Overlays, okay, just so we talk about it on this podcast as well. Overlays are this. Let's just say these guidelines, when you read the guidelines for VA, right, these are your minimum requirements, right? A bank can make things, or lender, whomever can make it, can either keep to those guidelines or make them stricter, but they can't make them less strict. Okay. Okay. And I use this example every time. FHA, minimum credit score is 540, right? You cannot say, okay, I'll take credit FHA loans at 500. You mm -hmm. can say I'll take them at 580. Okay. But you okay. cannot say I'll take them at 500 because now you don't meet the FHA guidelines. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Yeah. So it just, just know that, that just because it says this guideline somewhere and you read it somewhere, those banks can technically make it more strict. And for the most part, and the knowledge that I have with the company I work with, we try to work by just the guidelines. That's why I always mention or I bring up the guidelines is because I always read them. And for the most part, we take those as like scripture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're going to actually follow those guidelines. Sure. You know what I mean? There might be far few in between cases, but I haven't ran into one just yet. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's good though. Yeah. Cuz it makes me feel safer working mm -hmm. with you knowing that you're not like, you know, doing some shady back end stuff, you know. Oh, it's not <laughs> like... shady. I'm not trying to make it harder. <laughs> no, right, right. <laughs> I'm not right. trying to But that's how the recession happened, you know? That's like true. things were just oh, they were doing everything that's for just everybody. That's laissez fair kind of like just tell me what you make. Yeah. And that's fine. So that's another thing to remember too is that like we're not in that type of market mm -mm. anymore and we mm -hmm. even can't be there's so many guidelines now that they've put out to keep that from happening again guidelines regulations so things that we thing. have to follow we have to yeah. get licensed every single time we have to run a background check on me every year yeah i get why though <laughs> <laughs> not for you in particular maybe for other people yeah but you know how that goes yeah but one person has to ruin it for everybody <laughs> but the one thing i was going to also bring about the market because we were talking about that earlier too was you said that like this market's a little bit safer. So one of the things I wanted to bring up was some like uh, some data. So I know that during 2022, especially around October on forward, we did have a decrease in prices. Yes. Just about everywhere, right? Because yes. that's when interest rates really started to show that they weren't going to come down because people had anticipated at that point that rates were going to start dropping, mm -hmm. but they did quite the opposite. Right. All through 2022. Um, but Home prices did decrease specifically nationwide until maybe March of last year. Mm -hmm. And then things started to appreciate once again, at yeah. least on the national average. But also here in Las Vegas, they've actually started appreciating again since I believe like June or July. Yeah, actually, I was going to comment on that because, you know, we took decreases maybe from like November, December, January. Mm -hmm. But I think January, February, March, it was pretty flat. Was it flat? I was pretty flat. Okay. Yeah. I remember it being like one of those things where like we were expecting it to go down more, but we're all like, huh. Yeah. No, they're they're kind of flattening out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't think we took as long of a hit as maybe other places may have. There are some places that took a bigger hit, and there's always data on that, and it'll always tell you like which are the top 10 nations that or top 10 cities, metropolitan areas that probably took a bigger hit. Mm -hmm. Vegas did take a pretty big hit. I think we lost on average anywhere between 5 to 10%, depending on what yes. part of town. Yes. Right. Definitely. Um. So, and then some areas maybe still kind of manage to maintain their, uh, their value in a sense. But right now we're kind of starting to notice an increase, and so mm -hmm. the people that are starting to wait to buy, waiting for yeah. this big crash that we we're like I was talking about yeah. earlier, data shows otherwise, man. Right. And you know, I think I don't hear as many people anymore saying that they're waiting for things to like bottom out. Mm -hmm. things like that it's right now the biggest thing that i'm hearing about is the interest rates aren't where i want them to be to purchase cool. and i think i have like two like kind of schools of thought for that because mm -hmm. of course a lot of you'll hear like on the agent side is like people and it's true that like if the rates do come down mm -hmm. once they do mm -hmm. you might see this huge influx of buyers mm -hmm. we're gonna be overpaying again for properties it's mm -hmm. kind of gonna have like that little cycle again but i don't know if it will be as bad just because like i know for me personally i have a low rate on my home mm -hmm. you know if rates come down to five percent mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm still willing to give up my lower rate you can get. yeah exactly Depends so i'm, I'm wondering if people will still who have those really low rates mm -hmm. are going to be as in a hurry to sell you i know, don't know 
it might for some people it might entice them to actually move a little bit quicker yeah you know what i mean and you can look at it from a few different reasons a few different ways right mm, let's assume these people have no debt and they have a five percent rate versus like a two point something i might not be inclined to do it right yeah however let's just say you're a person who has a three percent rate rates are at five percent you have let's just say two hundred thousand dollars in equity in your home right let's just yeah this random number and but you also for some reason accumulated a lot of debt. Yeah. And you have two options. You can either refinance your house, take out a home equity line of credit and pay that stuff down. Or if you're like, you know, I've been thinking about moving anyway, you can actually sell that house, use that equity, be debt free. Totally true. And then totally just get true. yourself into another house and probably still have a lower payment overall. Yeah. That's than having very all true. that debt with that Yeah, payment. right. You know I just I mean? think about back in like, you know, twenty twenty, twenty one when the rates went down so much, everybody was selling because they knew they could buy a house with a really low rate. Mm -hmm. And so I just you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see. Uh, well, everybody's anticipating something, but in all honesty, you gotta look at it this way. We it's very hard to anticipate anything in this market. I know, yeah, right. And <laughs> no one has a crystal ball, no one nope. can really foresee the future. All we can really do is base it on data, historical events that probably happened in the past, but this is a very unique moment in history for yeah. us in terms of the mortgage industry. So it's really hard to um, figure out what will be. Yeah, sometimes absolutely. Soon. But I definitely think that like it, it, this type of market though, where there aren't as many people out there, mm -hmm. regardless, if you can afford to buy, mm -hmm. absolutely do it. Mm -hmm. If the rates go down, refinance mm -hmm. let's talk about refinance for yes, a second i wanted to bring because, that up yeah <laughs> VA refinance this was new to me when yeah. i got into the real estate injury mm -hmm. injury, injury industry <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is an injury i don't know <laughs> no i'm just joking it's a mental injury emotional um but anyway when i i have used our we have used our VA loan benefit to buy our house here yes. in las vegas yeah and so when and we bought our house in 2018 mm -hmm. so when the rates did go down mm -hmm. i did not know the refinance process was as simple as it is or i would have done it because i talked myself out of it because i just didn't know so walk two us through loans it have two, two loans have really great options when it comes to refinancing and they make it really easy the first one is fha FHA has a streamlined option. It has a couple of streamlined options that you can actually go in a couple of different ways. Okay. Very minimal documentation, very minimal review, right? EBZ, PZ, and I think the fees are a little bit lower too for certain things. Um, the other one is VA. VA has something called an IRRRL. Earl. An Earl. Yeah. <laughs> an Earl. Earl. An Earl. <laughs> um, and the process is just as easy, if not maybe easier than the, excuse me, than the FHA uh, refinance process. So don't worry about what the rate is today. Again, if you can get into that property, you're probably going to be better off buying it now because it, it can be a little bit cheaper possibly. Yes. Right. You'll get the concessions still. You just look at the concessions. If the market does go back to being busier, you're going to get the equity boost in your house. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get more money by buying now than mm -hmm. you I can't say guarantees. But if that happens, you, one of the possibilities. One is, of the possibilities, yes, is yeah. that you'll gain more equity in your yeah. house by buying it now. Yeah. And the other key thing is about FHA, I have to confirm with VA, but I'm pretty sure it's the exact same thing because they're both government loans. Even if prices did go down, you could still refinance because it's a streamline. And I don't believe one of the options for FHA is you don't have to do a an appraisal again. Oh, interesting. Yep. Oh, and I okay. think the same is true for VA loans. So Worst case scenario, let's just say home prices do go down a little bit. Yeah. Right. And you don't have the necessarily the full equity you need. Don't need it with a streamline. Right. Right. So just feel like you're a little bit more safeguarded and make sure that you, you just feel a little bit more safer about doing it. Feel like you're not going to have to worry about being stuck with that interest rate, even if the home right. wouldn't appraise in a yeah. sense. And I think that's my big thing. You know, like I got into real estate. Um, well, I was already in the industry mm -hmm. for, I've been in and out for like a while. Yeah. <laughs> I was licensed in 2008, not to age myself. Mm -hmm. um, and then got out of it, mm -hmm. got back into it on the marketing side in mm -hmm. 2018. Yes, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. So I was in it for a couple of years there. And then I switched to the sales side in 2022. So last year. Mm -hmm. And um, two years ago. Oh. Already, yeah, I know. But I was at the middle of the year. Anyway, year yes, a year and a half ago. But anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. You started in the sales side, or you started in 2008. Yep. 
Yep. Mm. I don't remember where I was going with that. It's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll, it's we'll circle fault. back to that. It's my fault. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, no, VA loans, again, I think, so we touched on the fact that they're 0% down, right? Yes. You can have more than one as long as you meet certain stipulations. Yes. I auto. Um, you can, oh, there's one of the things, co-signers. So oh, just know okay. what kind of co-signers you can have in the VA loan. And this is a guideline kind of situation. You cannot have anyone but your spouse, like your married spouse. Correct. As a co-signer on these kinds of loans. So we can't do any kind of tricks with like co-signers. Right. In a sense. Yeah. And you can't, if you're not married yet, significant others cannot be on the loan. And then also if your spouse isn't on the loan, you still take their credit mm -hmm. into consideration. If they're if you're married, yes. If you're married, yes. Yes. In specific states. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we are in a community property state, that's why. So Nevada, yeah. California, and a few of the other states in this area are in community property states. Um, and if you're doing any kind of government loan, which includes VA, USDA, and FHA loans, you have to add or still use your spouse's debts against your income. So my opinion is if your spouse can be on the loan, especially if they have income, just put them on the loan. Oh, yeah. Because you, you'd rather have that income there to offset some of that stuff. Definitely. You know what I mean? And then, too, maybe that gives you a little bit of help of how much you can afford, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. so. But you can also consider, like, how much you want to pay or your payment and stuff like that. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Definitely. What else did we talk about? So we got that. The zero down. Interest rates are better. That's about it in terms of the VA loan. VA loan is pretty simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just love the guidelines. So, in, so. How many stations do we have here? Is the one thing I want to oh, bring okay. up. Oh, okay. So technically, there's three. Okay. We have Nellis, uh -huh. we have Creech, and we have the Las Vegas metropolitan area. Where's that one? It's up north. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, where north? Like Reno? No. Carson? Mm, no. Mm. In the middle of the desert? Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, kind of reminds you of the one like in California. There's one in like the Palm Desert. It's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I had to, I had to go pick up my phone one time from there. But so we have those areas. So I know a lot of people in terms of buyers that would be military would assume that it'd probably be best for them to buy in those specific areas. But that's not necessarily true, right? No, you can live anywhere. I mean, like. How close are the other two? Like the Creech one and. Okay. 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 So Creech, you. Mm -hmm. Depending on how far you want to drive, mm -hmm. you can live in Indian Springs. They okay. have housing up there. Yes. I think uh, one of the home builders was just finishing up a project up there last year. Mm -hmm. But they're putting in some new construction up there. So if you are fine making the drive back down here to get groceries, because there's no, like, real grocery store, things mm -hmm. like that, like normal, like, amenities. It's like 45-minute um, drive from here specifically. It's about a half hour. Half hour? It's not that long. Okay. Yeah. So um, there's that option. Or you can live, like, out in the northwest area. So Centennial mm -hmm. Hills, Sky Canyon, Providence, Valley Vista. Mm -hmm. Even, like, north Las Vegas, I've seen people live as far as Revere mm -hmm. and 215 who yeah. work at Creech, you know? And for those that hear about north Las Vegas and don't know Vegas, north Las Vegas has changed. There's yeah. areas to north Las Vegas, and then there's areas to north Las Vegas. Yeah, and, like, north north Las Vegas is yeah. very nice. Yeah, it's all it's new homes very nice. It's all point. new homes, mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. I love, mm -hmm. like, Valley Vista is Awesome. Aliante, yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. Aliante is Yeah, Aliante well. is very, very nice. Very underrated Aliante. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, but, and they've got a lot of great, like, and what's great about Vegas, too, in general, mm -hmm. is it's very family friendly. Like, if you mm -hmm. have kids, there's parks everywhere. You, you have dogs, there's walking trails yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like, you got it's outdoorsy very, stuff, indoorsy all kinds stuff, of stuff for yeah. the summertime. There's all, there's splash pads at every park mm -hmm. almost. Mm -hmm. I can't say every park, but like everywhere you go, there's it, a huge splash pad. There's a few companies out here that are very specifically have things like jump areas, like places for them yeah. for kids to go to i know you wouldn't think certain places on the strip are kid friendly but obviously they have to make certain oh, things near the strip for of, kid yeah friendly stuff. actually a lot of kid friendly um, stuff i did see a post recently is universal bringing something up here I, okay here? i've hear i've heard like on and off back and forth things about between like universal and even disney but i don't know uh, anything don't know for disney sure would do i don't anything know out here probably Uni I, think I think i universal heard the movie more. studios are trying to move out here yes some of the movie studios are yeah but i don't know if the theme park has been set in stone, mm. maybe it has. Did you know we used to have theme parks out here? I mean, I know of like Circus Circus. <laughs> MGM used to have one back out here too. Oh, really? Yeah, there was one right behind the MGM I when I was a kid. That. I used to live out here a few times when I was a kid. So those oh, were like the 90s. Okay. There was another one somewhere else. I forgot. But, you know, it used to be a little bit different, Vegas was. But Vegas is always evolving. Yeah. And also the family thing. Because family, Vegas wasn't necessarily always known for its family 
ness. Right. The whole Sin before. City thing probably kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. gave a different mm-hmm. <laughs> pers- perspective yeah. of what that might be. But that's where you got to separate Las Vegas, the strip. Strip, yeah. From like Las Vegas, the, the city. Yeah, at absolutely. This point. It's completely two different things. Yeah. And it's it's a lot more friendly. friendly. I know they're trying to change a lot of things to make it more not attainable, but just attract more people here to bring their families and stuff. Oh, so yeah. I mean, even like our jobs market, mm-hmm. they're bringing so many warehouses, everything mm-hmm. to Las Vegas. Yeah. And so if you're like thinking that if you live here, you have to work at a casino. Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-mm. Nope. Not no. even true. No, there's a lot of different industries out here that you might want to learn about. Um, a lot of union jobs. It's a very union town. Oh, yeah. Um, military jobs, mm-hmm. uh, regular jobs. I know they're always looking for healthcare workers out here. Oh, healthcare is a sh- huge one. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to get coached and moved out here as a healthcare worker, I know a lot of companies are always looking for those. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think I'm trying to think of what else we can talk about for VA. I mean, yeah, I, we were talking about, about areas to live, you know, now mm-hmm. our preaches out in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, if you work at the Las Vegas metropolitan area, you could really live anywhere. You just kind of want to be near the airport. <laughs> That's how you get to work. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, the Nellis, you can do – Nellis is actually like a lot of people live Henderson area, mm-hmm. very even farther down south. I've seen people living closer like on the outskirts when you're kind of going out towards Boulder City. Um, it's pretty far, but mm-hmm. like I said, location, location, location. That's real yeah. estate's real, right? And so, um, but also up north, I've seen people at Nellis living in Providence and Centennial Hills and stuff too. So it really just depends on the, they've made. There's the two fifteen. <laughs> you got a two fifteen. <laughs> really, will take you anywhere. Yeah, you know. And so once you get on the highway, it yeah. really is just like a pretty straight shot. And they've even like when I moved here a few years ago, mm-hmm. the area down. Like by, by the two fifteen to get to Nellis was kind of like mm-hmm. a really roundabout way. Mm-hmm. They've made that. Yeah, they connected everything. Yep, they connect everything, so it's not even connected. like that anymore. Even though here when I first moved out here, the two fifteen wasn't connecting in the Northwest area yet. I think they finished it about three four years ago. Yeah. But the two fifteen, if you guys don't know what is a beltway, is what they call it in yeah. a sense. So in a sense, it it goes around the entire city on the outside. There yeah. are a couple other another freeway that kind of cuts through the center. Yeah. Just in case you need to go through there, which is the ninety five, but the two fifteen. Easiest access to a lot of places. It used to be a lot less traffic. It's getting a little bit more because we have a lot of people yeah, moving here. But absolutely. But they just finished easy. that like connection to in Centennial. I forget what they call it, 21595 Exchange. And so now you can get to the 215 East and West from the 95. Oh. And that's made it so uh, much faster. The North, what are they trying to call it? What do we call it? The North something West? circle? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Uh. <laughs> it's definitely – a lot better. Yeah, it's better. A lot easier. A lot better. A lot easier to access a lot of the freeways. You don't have to get off on a certain street and get from one place to the other. So, and I actually was driving down Centennial Parkway the other day, and I was getting leaving um, where Chick Fil A is. Yeah. I didn't know there was a new way you can actually go under the thing to actually get down to the two fifteen east from that side of the freeway now. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. I haven't been over there. Maybe I need to go check, check it out. out. Yeah. You need to go check it out. Nice. I didn't even know. Yeah, go to Walmart. Yeah, I don't <laughs> always go. <laughs> I go to that area all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, if you guys don't know, the Northwest is one of the great places. I need to start doing some uh, social media on like areas in Las Vegas. But other than that, yeah, yay. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. My, my thing, like I said, like, oh, I got into real estate because. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I knew we would circle back. It was coming back. Um, you know, I had a lot of friends, military specific, yeah. who had been moving and yeah. just having these nightmare kind of scenarios happening with agents and everything and i'm Mm -hmm. like i know this industry i really think that i could be a a huge help you know yeah and so i got into it really to help people Mm -hmm. and then um having found people Mm -hmm. lenders especially who Mm -hmm. know what they're doing has just made it so much better for me too Mm -hmm. because i have people i trust that i can refer like early you know have names to hand out and say mm-hmm. you pick you you always decide the lender you go with i'm yeah. not going to pick for you yeah but here's people that um i trust and that clients have used in the past mm-hmm. have had good experiences you know yeah and so that's made it really really i feel so safe mm-hmm. guiding people through this mm-hmm. and i feel that you know just asking the questions to really don't count yourself out until you ask the questions it's true and Talk to good people who are here to help you, who mm-hmm. really understand. I 
I have moved this uh, three times. We moved from our Midwest to Arizona. We were at Davis Monthan Air Force Base for three years. Mm -hmm. We moved overseas from there to mm -hmm. Japan for four and a half years and came back. I was pregnant when I moved back, and it was a nightmare. Like the most nightmare PCS, not okay, not most nightmare because my furniture <laughs> didn't get ruined on the way back. So I can't say it was the most, but it was crazy. Yeah. You know, I have gone through these scenarios. I've lived it. I mm -hmm. breathe it every day. Um, and so it's just nice having people, I feel like, who understand your situation. Absolutely. In addition to understanding your products, yep. you know, mm -hmm. like we know the life. We know what's available to help you, mm -hmm. you know, just yeah. give us a call. Yeah, we want to no. help you. And and like I said, too, like I have helped people who've walked away with cash money in their pockets selling their house mm -hmm. who may have not had that without having bought a house, you know, yeah. especially you're like airmen, you mm -hmm. know, like enlisted military. Having this go, walking with a huge savings account after mm -hmm. selling your house is such a good feeling mm -hmm. because that's like it's literally ways to build that generational wealth to mm -hmm. feel like you can put your kids through college, even though you have your college benefits and everything too. like if you use because you can use um, like your college benefit, you can use it for yourself or you can mm -hmm. pass it on to your children. Oh, I didn't know and that. so if you use it for yourself and don't pass it on, mm -hmm. then you kind of worry. GI like, bill? am I? Yeah, the GI Bill. Am I yeah. going to be able to pay for college or things like that? Homeownership yeah. can help with that. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, I didn't even know that was the GI Bill was a thing until um, when I was living in California, mm -hmm. one of my roommates, he was an ex-military, and he was using his GI Bill yeah. all the time because he was going to school and all that stuff, and he used it to pay rent. So, yeah, you can use it for housing. Again, guys, VA, a lot of great benefits, not only just VA loans, the GI Bill, the... If can you use your GI Bill months. to qualify for a VA loan? Oh. Are you... I would assume on this, because I know guidelines like this, and I'm gonna, I, I honestly don't know, but maybe... If you're going to continuously get that for maybe three years, probably. Nice. Probably. That's good to But know. I would have to look at that and yeah. see, look into that. Because so that's a good way for even like young kids. If you're like a young airman, you're using your GI Bill to put yourself through college. Mm -hmm. See if you can qualify for that home loan with your GI Bill. Might and like well you said, try. get some roommates. Look, guys. Like I said, <laughs> I love reading guidelines. And I will figure this out. Yeah, absolutely. Easy peasy. But other than that, yeah, no, I think I think it's great to work with somebody you can relate to, right? And absolutely. I think like you, you were talking about there is like, since you've experienced everything being in the military, it's it's really great to work with somebody who's going to understand your situation a little bit more, especially when it comes to, like, let's just say the relocation aspect of it. Oh, absolutely. You lived it. You lived it through the tougher time with the pregnant yeah. thing. Oh, my God. Uh, that was crazy. <laughs> so it's, it's very emotional time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's you being able to talk to your clients when they're going through all these things. You know what I mean? Having sometimes your agents aren't just your agents to buy your home. You're spending time with them. So you're probably going to have real conversations with them you're gonna have probably let go some stress let go of some stress when oh, you talk to yes. them and create a relationship with them absolutely so i think yeah i think that's a good point actually just talking to somebody who is relatable to you as well yeah. in some senses too if it's a different kind of loan not a va loan it might be maybe you guys like the same hobbies maybe you oh guys, yeah uh, maybe you guys went to the same schools whatever the case may be you know yeah i bit think different. and there's people too that think like just because i started working with my agent doesn't mean you have to keep them you mm -hmm. know like ultimately you're paying these people to help you mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that you have a good experience because mm -hmm. i've known people who have bought their house and walked away and said i didn't learn anything i don't even know like i don't want to use an agent again because i didn't learn anything mm -hmm. and that's not how i mm -hmm. operate i want you to know mm -hmm everything we're doing i'll walk you through the steps i know you're the same way like we walk you through it to make sure that when you go to do it again mm -hmm. you feel confident that you already know like okay yeah. i've done this before good to go i feel good that the people helping me actually helped me yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. and it, that it's money well spent yeah absolutely this is one of the ha best times to go through one of the most stressful times and i can say this like i said i was helping my brother with the loan out in california it's called me a lot and that's perfectly fine to call, right? I'm here yeah. to answer your questions for you. I'm here to make sure that you understand and everything. And he wanted to make sure, like, he had obviously he had a lot of trust and feeling okay to ask me all these questions. You know what I mean? And you want to have that feeling when you're talking to an agent oh, to yeah. feel like you're not impeding yeah. on their time. You're, yeah, not a burden. Um, but, you know, it's be one of those people. If you really want to learn these things, ask the questions. You know what yeah. I mean? You, I will say this. There's a lot of information, and you may forget about some of the stuff you – you learn right around this time and don't don't feel bad about that Absolutely. i've said this before it is a lot yeah of information you know what i mean and so, things change too all the time, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. i get email updates on programs yeah. daily 
daily because so with the company I work with, we ha- we work with a bunch of different companies. Everybody has their different guidelines, their different thises and that. So it's it is it's a lot of things to keep up with. But that's not your burden. Your burden is to mm-hmm. understand the basics, what you need to know about lending. I'm not telling you to become a lender no, or a real estate agent, but job. just enough to know where you feel comfortable, like you said, yep. to understand what that person is telling you when they're talking to you. Yeah, because there's a lot of jargon as well. And trust that they're giving you good information too. Mm-hmm. Like you want to feel like you really have that trust in place that yeah mm-hmm. I, I can ask the questions but are you going to give me like the right answer mm-hmm. like you know like there's yeah. still those scenarios out there yeah. too where people yeah. are very you know a type personalities want to know all the details mm-hmm. and make sure that you have somebody that you trust is giving you all the right details exactly so, so do your research do your research <laughs> don't count yourself out yeah ask the questions yep and let's get you into a home mm-hmm. and don't worry about only using a VA lender that says they do VA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> not that's a huge misconception. But Talk other than people, yeah. But other than that, I think we touched on just about a lot. We a lot of we what could we go can on far, VA. Yeah, right. Um, unless I started getting into guidelines, which I'm not trying to do. <laughs> but I, I really do appreciate you coming by and Absolutely. doing this topic Thank you with for me. Having me. Of course. Yes. She lives down the street. We should have this sooner. I know. You know what I mean? Right. But I needed to write the find find the right time to really get this going. And, you know, yeah. hopefully and we... I'm always uh, open to coming back, too. So if you think of some things yeah. that you want to talk about really more. I enjoyed the... I know. This was the fun. back and forth. It was. Yeah. I enjoy it. And me my too. new background. <laughs> I love it. I like it. This uh, is very Daniel. Yeah, it's very me. <laughs> it's uh, very Daniel. I'll get into details about my background in the future. There are some personal things up here. But in the meantime, VA loans are great, guys. If you guys have any other questions about the lending side, especially VA loans, VHA, FHA loans, whatever the case may be, reach out to me directly. You guys have you can find my cell phone number, my email. You can find me on my socials, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. <laughs> Oh, so you are on Facebook. I am on I Facebook. I actually know that because we're friends it. on Facebook. <laughs> I don't use it very often. You'll find me better off on the other ones. Yeah. And go ahead and tell them where they can find you again. Uh, same. You can find my information on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. my website. Do you have your tags? Do you know? I have tags. I have a Google business page. If you just Google Christine Phillip Las Vegas Realtor, mm-hmm. I pop right up. Mm-hmm. And it's Philip with two L's in the middle and two P's at the end. There we go. There that's we go. it. That's important. <laughs> I've misspelled her name before. So <laughs> that said, guys, well, I really do appreciate your guys' time here. If you guys like this information, please like this. Share it with anybody who might need it. Comment, whatever the case may be. Hope to see you guys next time on the next episode. And you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for having me again. Bye. Bye.